furniture, appliances, mattress, fam.news. We're going to take a little jaunt up to Stevens Point, Wisconsin on the show today. And we're going to talk about the three things every consumer wants and you may not know about them. And hey, wait a minute. How is hiring all about dreams and goals? The Dos Marcos Show begins in 60 seconds. If I won't have it in my house, I won't deliver it to yours. I truly live by that. The Englander Collection fits in perfect with that. It's one of the best products, mattress-wise, that I have sold. My $2,000 Englander is somebody's five grand bed in another retail store. To any retailer out there, you should really look at Englander and get them on the floor today. Learn more and get started today at englander.com. Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in we are here. This is very exciting. We've got Jesse Kasahoski. We're not going to talk about him just yet. We're going to introduce him in a second, but there he is on the screen. Jesse, welcome. We'll get right to you, brother. Hang on a second. But Kinsley, you know, Miranda with the Cena Magowitz Foundation sent us an email and guess what's coming? Uh, I-24, I-24. Bingo night, baby. Exactly. October 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Central, uh, and you can go to the Cena Magowitz Facebook page and check it out. But guys, go do it. It's a great charity. Mark and I have been involved with it for a long time. They are the front line on fighting pancreatic cancer. Roger is going to be there. Gary Fazio, past CEO of, of Mattress Firm. And, uh, I, you know, it, it's, you can wear a costume, Kinsley, on this bingo event, and it all goes to a good cause. And Miranda told me that she might be doing like the Wizard of Oz thing, like Tin Man, you know, Cowardly Lion stuff. So I, I might just show up to see what she, she comes on the screen with. But Yeah, I like that. Well, I'm, hey, I'm wearing a costume today myself, but it's, it's more well, like Well, tell me uniform. about that. I see the shirt, which, by the way, I don't even have one of those. So, like, how do you have that? Like, what is it? Why are you holding out on me? Yeah, it's more of a uniform now, and you're going to have to get on board with wearing the uniform. Uh, but for those listening, I've got the Dos Marcos Show. The Galaxy's Greatest Mattress Podcast shirt. This is one of a kind, given to me as a birthday gift from my good friend, Dakota. Dakota is so thoughtful and sweet, and she is, she's brilliant, and she's really compassionate, and she's such a good gift giver, and she's very artistic, as you can see. And she's a fan of Dos Marcos. And uh, she actually well, wanted She's our me youngest to, fan. Yeah, and I think she wanted me to kind of have this and just a little bit give you a hard time for not having one. You, you know, Dakota, I got to talk to you on a FaceTime call with your mom and dad, who are fantastic people. And boy, if you ever have extra craft hour time, I'd love to have one of those shirts. And you know, Dakota has her own podcast for the Sugar Gliders. Okay, that's their homeschool pod, and she hosts the podcast, and she interviews the kids. And I was lucky enough to be the opening voiceover guy for that and to produce that Ooh. little show for them, and they've done a fantastic job. And obviously, her talents go beyond the microphone, as you can see with this shirt right here. And a guy whose talents go beyond the screen that's in front of us right now is uh, Mr. Jesse You, you are doing a great Am job. Am I saying man. it right? Absolutely. How's it going, brother? Now, Jesse, you're with Furniture and Appliance Mart and Ashley Home Storage, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. 
And we got hooked up to, uh, with you through Chad Fisher, our mutual friend. Chad the is man. with Nationwide Marketing Group. And we're so excited to talk to you about the three things that every consumer wants. And you've actually done research that goes beyond just the research that happens within our four walls so often. And we're going to talk about hiring and how that's about dreams and goals. And we're going to get into some of the things that you think the industry should be talking about. But, I, but before we get there, what's that smell, Quinn? I, do you have, there's like fire around you. <clears throat> yeah. The, so I had to put this one out. You know why? Because Colonial um, sent us these awesome candles. Can you see that? It's beautiful. And it's got one of the wood wicks to it. And so I, I, <laughs> I couldn't wait for the show where we talked about it. So I started, I started uh, burning it. And I'm going to tell you, man, this thing burns forever and it smelled incredibly good. And it's got our, our company logo on there. And uh, so anyway, they did a fantastic job with these and they're great gifts because candles are awesome anyway. So for all of your needs, I know Kenzie, you got another one here, but this candle was a, a really great way to just get your brand and it's been sitting on my desk. So if this had your company logo, it would be sitting on my desk for the last two months because I've been burning it. So it's a really clever gift to give. Well, that's one of the hallmarks of doing business with colonialpromotions.com is that they source quality goods. And just like you said, you're burning this great smelling candle with your company logo. If you have an employee appreciation program, if you have gifts you want to give in a kit to some of your top customers or any customers, high volume, time definite, product distribution, the colonialpromotions.com team is there to help their consultants, their sales consultants. They help companies grow. They help with employee appreciation, and they source really good quality goods, kind of like this uh, little spa kit here, shower gel, bubble bath, massage comb. Uh, this is just super sweet. And this would be a nice thing to show up on somebody's desk. I don't know about those two guys' faces on it, but outside of that, this thing's money. Well, you can, you can even get your company logoed shirts from colonial, which is a huge deal. I know Englander does. I gotta, I gotta hit Wes and, and Tim those guys up. So anyway, yeah. Awesome stuff. Love colonial Jesse. Uh, we're loving you too, man, for taking time with us. Thank you. And so you are, um, you are involved in the retail business. You used to work with Serta. I know that um, you guys are currently uh, wrangling uh, 14 stores. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, yeah, and so, kind of what's uh, going on with you guys right going, now. Uh, 25 years in the industry. So as I mentioned to uh, both marks earlier, uh, I started young, so I'm not necessarily old, right? Uh, but we're very blessed. Love, love the industry and um, done a bunch of it in the retail side. You mentioned Serta, did that for nine years and went back on the, the retail side again and really just trying to see life from the guest perspective, regardless of the position I've ever been in. And as a company, we continue to grow uh, and we're growing because our company's why is all about improving the quality of people's lives by making amazing rooms together, helping people improve their lives, not just our guests, but everyone in our companies and throughout our communities. So that's a little bit about our, our company, a little bit about myself, uh, but it's really about putting people first. Well, you said one of the, before we talked, um, we talked ahead of time, you said one of the, the biggest opportunities for our industry is understanding our guest and their journey. And I love how you talk about your company right out of the gates because you're giving it meaning, you're giving it purpose. And you also talk about it with language that's very uh, community oriented, meaning yes. we're going to do this together. We're going to make these rooms together. I love that language. Go, go into this a little bit more and talk about the biggest opportunity for the industry is understanding the guests and their journey and what you and your team have done 
to better understand the guest and their journey and what yeah a- absolutely so so we, we've done a ton of research so the, the goal is to kind of think beyond yourselves in your own scenario obviously we can collect the data from our guests right and we can talk to the people that work in our stores and what their experience but we've reached out to other retailers across the country wholesalers across the country we've gone on other people's websites read and reviews we've read other people's blogs right and the idea was to really start to understand where's the consumer and as, as i mentioned uh when I talk to a lot of people, we kind of live in what I would refer to as a little more archaic industry, and we need to move to the now. And the best way to do that is to understand what the consumer is asking for us, right? So uh, in that journey, the first thing we need to understand is usually by the time they come into a brick and mortar store, they've been doing it for months. They've been on the journey, right? And as we looked at that and understand that, when they have gone on that journey, when they finally come into a brick and mortar store, understanding what they're looking for, and I'll give you three key words, it's engagement, trust and advocacy. So you want to be an advocate for them, right? So they want you to be an advocate, they want you to trust, and they want you to engage with them in the right way. All right, so let's let's dig into each of those. Okay, so engagement, trust, and advocacy. That's what they want when after months of searching and shopping and thinking and talking, all of a sudden, those double doors open and they walk into your store. Ta- talk to us about what does engagement mean? mean give give us some meat on that bone what do people mean by engagement they want to they want to be rushed at the door and like accosted with all the spec speak that's going to fall out of your mouth like vomit that's, <laughs> no, that's engagement no right? that's, well, that's engagement it's, it's more like they're being attacked so i guess it's engagement but it's the wrong kind <laughs> um so it, it's just that right so when they're walking into a store remember they chose to walk into our store even though they had the opportunity to both learn and purchase online and that would be the first thing I need people to understand. So the reason I share that is when you realize that, then you have to lean on your strength. So when that customer walks in your door, it's got to be visually wild. What I mean by wild, it's got to be way over wonderful. So it's got to make sure it speaks to their eyes and they feel it, right? Your product's got to be set up in a way where they feel like they're being welcomed in and they can engage, whether it's to sit down on a sofa or lay down on a mattress, right? But to your point, it's not about walking up to that person and saying, hey, my name's Jesse, how can I help you? That's not what they mean by engagement. They want to exchange names. They want you to get to know them. They want you to find out where they are in their journey and give them credit for it, right? So truly engage. So welcome them, talk to them, get to know them before you move forward. Don't just talk about product. Don't just talk about price. Talk about them. Talk about you being the difference. You know, one of the things I learned a long time ago from a guy named Craig Brace, who is a mentor of mine and a boss, uh, when we would sit down and debrief on my journey and how I could grow, uh, he said, you, you, you want to get things done, and that's good, but it can come across as being too efficient with people. And I think that speaks to what you're describing. When people come in, if you're just treating them like another up that you're trying to move in and out the door as fast as possible and you know, get a sofa on their truck or a mattress on top of the station wagon, that's being efficient with them. Like you said, give them credit for their journey, the work that they've done, and understand that this is a big transition in their life, and you're there. Yeah, I, 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 lo- I absolutely love that, and uh, I'm kind of a tactician myself, so I can relate to, this, to, to what you learned as well, making sure it's not too brisk. So um, in that journey, it, it's not something we only know it's out there, right? There are these things called form questions, right? So form is an acronym. It's, you know, family, occupation, recreation, and motivation, Right. So you have to understand that forum questions build relationships. 
right? So it's not just finding out what size mattress they need. It's not just finding out what they need for their living room or anything like that. It's making sure you build a personal relationship, allowing you to understand that form questions are just as important as product questions. That, that makes me think of a saying that we've heard on this show. And I think Brett Thornton, uh, actually, Kinsley is the one who brought it out. And it was a conversation you have with Craig McAndrews, which is be more interested than interesting. And so by showing empathy and engaging them on the form questions that really dig down and show them that you're interested in them, it's a great way to build trust. And that's the second one here, because trust is critical, right? So if trust isn't there... There's no foundational element for you to then be acknowledged as their guide. Mark and I talk about trying to be a guide and that how important that is. We're reading a book right now, uh, Building Brand Stories. They talk about being guides. So trust is like critical for that, don't you think? Yeah, trust is massive. It's actually when I did all of our, when we did all of our research, so me and the team and the company I work for, when we did all of our research, it's probably the one that broke my heart the most because how they describe trust was really asking quality questions, but actively listening. And um, Mark Kinsley mentioned it on one of the last uh, shows that you guys had about how important it is to actively listen to somebody, right? And meet them where they are. And that continues to what we found in our research that they're looking for, right? So it's ask quality questions, but listen intensely. Listen with your heart, right? Make sure that you're then intentionally responding and give them credit for what they've done. Right. So what, I'll give you an example of that. Right. So what we found was most customers are coming in and they weren't being asked about what have you done so far in your journey to finding that perfect night's sleep. Right. And they're not being asked that. And when they are, we're not actively listening in most cases. And what that should sound like, like, that's awesome. It sounds like you put a lot of hard work into figuring out that that's what you're looking for. Or that's the kind of mattress that you want. Give them credit for that. That doesn't mean you can't still take them through your process and still help them in the way as an expert, but give them credit and actively listen. And it's as simple as whatever they say, repeat it back to them and give them credit for it. But be intentional. It can't just be the questions like, hey, what size are you looking for, right? It can't be those basic questions because they already know what size they're looking for. And you can find them the perfect night's sleep and figure that out when you're writing the invoice, right? So just make sure that you understand that trust to the consumer today means that you're asking quality questions, you're listening actively, and that you're going to give them credit for whatever they say. You know, Matt Man does a podcast for us. You mentioned, you know, uh, Just Stories with BT. Uh, great podcast of it, fam.news. Um, Matt Man, Andrew Schlesser, also does a podcast with us on fam.news, The Adventures of Matt Man. And he, I don't know if he's actually done a podcast about this or if he told me this in person, so we're going to have to get him to do a full episode <laughs> if not. But he talks about um, a book that he read um, called Never Split the Difference. And this guy was like a hostage negotiator. And one of the things that he talked about that was a really good process flow for getting people to talk um, was a very simple repeat, repeat, acknowledge the emotion. So, and, and I've talked about this on different episodes and I've given speeches about it. And the speech is around this idea that open-ended questions are your secret superpower. But, but how, do you, how do you give people enough space whenever it seems like they've stopped talking? And there's a little technique you can use, which Matt Man has described to me, and I think I've seen some other people use very effectively and empathetically. And it's something like this. If somebody comes on your sales floor and they're like, and, and you say, you know, what's going on with you? And, and they say, you know, I've got, I've got some back pain. 
and they just stop, how do you handle that? Well, you could just say, back pain. And all of a sudden, they're going to keep talking. Yeah, I've just, you know, I heard it a few years ago, and, and it's just been, been giving me a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Yeah, it, it really has been. And, and you just give them a little more space and time, and, and all of a sudden, then they say, yeah, so I'm really upset. So it sounds like you're frustrated and you're trying to fix this back pain. Let's, you know, let's help you out, and we can talk more about that as we go along here. Yeah. But sometimes it's just pumping the brakes and mirroring what somebody is saying and it gives them space and time to think a little bit more and that takes the pressure off. So anyway, I love kind of thinking about these ways that you could show somebody you care, give them some space and ask good questions in a way that gets them talking. Yeah. I, yeah. Get it. Yeah. Get them talking. Yeah. Another thing I would say, so, 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 so. <laughs> Jesse, you missed it. You missed it, Jesse. <laughs> what me. you were supposed to do was take his last sentence and go, yeah, keep them. <laughs> He's playing me, Jesse. Don't anyway, I'm messing that. with That's you. That's all good. That's all good. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another, another little rule of thumb for everybody watching. It would be if you ask a question and you didn't receive information that allows you to actually do something with how they responded, ask a probing question so you understand, so you can truly move forward. Right? So if you say, you know, what brought you in today? What was your motivator for coming in? And they said back pain. And that's all they said. You'd say, tell me a little bit more about your back pain, right? And, and pause. And they'll tell you more. But you have to make sure you add those probing questions. Because if you ask that question with intent, with purpose, to help that person improve their life through a better night's sleep, then you need to get the information in order to pay that forward and deliver it. Great tip. That's what is being tip. a good at? What is what is being a good advocate mean? Let's get to the third leg of that stool, a right? Absolutely. So, you, so, yeah. so here, here, here's the, here's where we're going to break all of our industry's hearts. So we all know we're in a supply chain problem, right? So what our consumer feels oh, yeah. like, typically, and that's not just our industry, but the consumer feels like because of the supply chain happening to the world right now, is we basically sell them and we let them go. And what an advocate does is they continue to take care of that customer after the purchase. So if somebody comes in and buys something from you, and let's just say you have it set up for delivery two weeks later, right? And all of a sudden you find out one week later that it's not gonna come in, it's calling that customer up and just informing them. It's little things like that. It's after they buy and after they got that delivery, after they got that delivery, you're gonna call them up and thank them, ask them how it went. But I'll give you one step forward because I want, I want everybody to understand the reason they're coming into a brick and mortar store is because they want people content and you can deliver something online can't, and it's because you have a heart, right? So here's what I mean by this. When it comes to that customer, they come in and you fit them and you find them that perfect mattress, whatever brand you have in mind, right? You find them that perfect mattress for that guest. And one of the reasons when you found that mattress from them is because, hey, they have shoulder pain. And you made sure you found them a mattress that reduces that shoulder pain so they do less tossing and turning so they can wake up more refreshed and take on the world. Call them 60 days later. I said that. Call them 60 days later and say, hey, how's your shoulder feeling? That's being an advocate. That's making sure they understand that it's not just one and done on the purchase, but you're there for the long haul. Either making sure that if something happens in supply chain, you're going to inform them ahead of time and take care of them. It's still to make sure that you call up after deliver to make sure that everything went well. And it's to make sure that whatever you fit them for, the solution you found for them actually did that. And if it didn't, get them back in and find a way to solve that. One because of the things when you that we, do that, you are going to separate yourself from the, every competitor you ever had, and you're going to get more repeat, more referral business than you've ever seen. That's the just, advocate 
that the consumer is looking for. You're absolutely right. We just did this uh, webinar with Podium where we talked about how do you make the sale, the beginning of the relationship, and how do you make sure that you're a part of their transformation? And you know, you, you said, you know, let's recap the three things that every consumers want. You guys went out and did your research, engagement, trust, and advocacy. And one of the things I kept thinking about is, well, people want an assurance of an outcome, but that is advocacy. You're advocating mm -hmm. on their behalf to assure a positive outcome for them and calling them 60 days later, which scares so many people. They don't want to do it because they don't want to reveal a problem is actually part of that transformation process and you being part of that advocacy. And like you said, when you do that, all of a sudden I've got a guy or a gal, they're my person. Who am I going to recommend? Jesse or whoever from Jesse's team called me to make sure my shoulder pain was fixed. Yes. So, okay. So here we are. So we've done the three things every consumer wants, the engagement, the trust, and the advocacy. And we dig into some great details there. One of the other things, um, you know what? I don't want to go to hiring yet. I want to go to what is nobody talking about in this industry that they should be talking about? And oh, you know, man. You'd mentioned the bridge between the guest and how they would prefer to shop and how yep. they spend their money. Yeah, man. So how they spend their money is, is, is really about, well, Give me a little bit more so I answer your question correctly. I want to get, I want to make sure I hit it the way you're. you're well, you're just go up. with your gut here. What? So you you said our industry is archaic, and it, yes. and in many ways it is. So in this industry, in its current state, what should we be talking about that we're not talking about? What what is what are the where are the landmines out there? Where are the threats? What do you think about? What keeps your team up at night? Well, I would say what keeps our team up at night is excitement for another day to improve people's lives. And I'm not saying that um, as just a line. If you walk into our store, um, you'll feel it. You'll feel the difference. If you come to a meeting, and I welcome you to join us at one, uh, you'll find an energy and a confidence level that's next to none because we connect everything to their dreams and goals. And I'll save it because that was the next part you're leading me to. But I really believe what our, what our, what our industry really needs to understand is, is their position in that customer's life. And, it, and it's, it's, we have to stop trying to sell them products, first and foremost, right? We have to start selling them solutions, or better than selling, finding them solutions. And we have to focus on the end game, right? So we're not just trying to sell somebody a mattress. We're trying to help them find a better night's sleep so they can wake up more refreshed, take on the world, and do whatever their dreams are, right? That makes a difference. So really, I think the biggest thing our industry needs to do is really take advantage of education and information. And this, this is true. If somebody's not listening to this podcast, and if you know somebody on your team, people listening, invite them to watch this podcast. That's a start. Read a magazine. Watch YouTube videos. But I will tell you, and I just had this conversation with uh, two leading uh, either C-suite or vice presidents from some leading companies in the last three weeks. And I literally said, education is the future of our industry. The, 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 whether you're in wholesale or retail, who's ever educating their people to take care of their guests better will win in the future. Because regardless of how much business goes to online, if you're living in an omnipresence and you're the people that are primed as the experts, because through education, you're able to give more, do more, and be more, that guest will never leave your side or ever look anybody else up. They're going to just come to you. So my one word would be education. 
What I love about what you're saying is that it's education, but it's education with purpose, which does yeah. take us into the higher, the, the new higher thing. So I'll, I'll take us there, but I really like what you're saying. So Mark and I talk about it quite a bit and we talked about it in our book, come back to bed, which is serve people, right? So if you're in the game of selling products, that's one game, but if you're in the game of helping people solve problems and improve on the problem that they bring you, then that is a different game. And so there's a connection and that builds a trust, which takes us back to uh, the three things that are, that are most important. But so one of the things that you and I talked about before we ever did this show was your, the way you bring people into your culture, right? So Dr. V tells us culture is what you create or what you tolerate. And yep. so you bring people into your culture, new hires, and you want them to, right from the beginning, understand the purpose part of what you do. So talk a little bit about, number one, how you find the right people, and number two, how you make them successful inside of your organization. Absolutely. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little credit to the CEO of our company. So um, we rebirthed this year as a personal development company that just so happens to sell furniture, appliances, and mattresses. And I'm going to give him all the credit. He sends us emails 365 days a year, and he's done it for three and a half years, about how to be better. And who is Literally, that? Let's, let's get his name on there so we can get you a good review this year. Yeah, so that's Bill, Bill Fonte, right? So he's, he's right. our CEO, but does an amazing job, three and a half years. And it didn't, it didn't happen overnight, right? So we just this year called it the year of positivity and growth. And that's when we launched out. We are a personal development company. And that leans heavy into the education part that I was talking to you. And so when our, when our recruitment team, when we're out there hiring, when our, our teammates, right, are out there at a restaurant, they see somebody they think they'd want on their team, we make sure we tell them we're a personal development company. We, we make sure to tell them that for us, we put their dreams and goals ahead of our bottom line. I'm going to repeat that. We put their dreams and goals. That means our employees' dreams and goals ahead of our bottom line. And so when somebody comes onto our team, they already know that we're a personal development company and they already know that we're about their dreams and their goals. And part of their day one training, we have two structured weeks, um, but their day one, their day one after they meet the people, walk this door, we get their dreams and goals and we speak to their dreams and goals and we connect the education to how they're gonna accomplish their dreams and goals. And we can talk about they make more money, but we know money is not the most important thing. It's like rank number eight on the top 10. But that money is what gets them that car, the financial freedom, paying off their student loan, taking their family to Disneyland. You can tell I get passionate about this one because when you get those texts at night saying, I got my car, I'm debt free, right? I went to Disneyland. Here's a picture, right? It, that's what moves you as a person. And that's what allows them to go out and say, come work for us. And we actually don't have a hiring problem. I know we're not going to get down that, that journey today, but we don't have a hiring problem. We literally have a list of people that want to come work for us because we care more. The differentiator right out of the gates is the fact that you know your employees and your team members' hopes and dreams. That alone, how many people that you work with do you truly understand, know, and get to participate in the transformation of their life? But you got to know first. <laughs> You know what, Mark, that is so funny that you say that because as you, as you were saying that, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if you had CEOs, not like Bill, Bill, Bill gets it obviously. And I love that he, he called this year, the growth, the year of growth and leadership and positivity and whatever that was, that's pretty cool that he did that. But 
you know, it, you, you could you could say to CEOs of any company, hey, so what are the goals and aspirations of your people? They look at you like, uh, I have no freaking clue what those things are. But as you as you listen to Jesse explain it, it's so obvious why it matters. Like, I mean, if I'm an employee that comes to work for you and one of the first things you ask me is what are my goals and aspirations? It tells me the same thing that you're trying to tell the customers that come into your store is I'm going to pay attention to you as my sole focus. I want to know, Miss Customer, what are your goals and aspirations for your home? What are you trying to accomplish when you're in the store? Yeah. But you're you're taking a play out of your own playbook and applying it to your own people, creating a culture that builds trust and engagement with them and gets them hooked in with your company right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one. So my, my people hear me say this a lot, right? Because it's uh, it's something that's important. But I always say, you know, our, our why dimensions improving the quality of people's lives. And what I always tell people is we're not actually a customer first company because that would mean we are at least second. We're a people first company. So that means is we're going to make sure that we help our employees accomplish their dreams and goals. And when we do that, they're going to be better suited to make sure that we accomplish our guest dreams and goals. And as our company is successful, we're able to give more back to our community and improve the community's lives. So when you do the right thing, you actually improve all lives. So we're a people first company and, 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 it's, and it's exciting to work. Well, Jesse, I'll tell you what, Jesse. You've, you've helped us. Oh my gosh, did I just go off and I'm back. You just helped us achieve one of our dreams and goals, which is to serve this audience with really great actionable information that helps them transform their businesses, helps them transform their employees and the people that walk into their store and their communities. So thank you for taking us down a path uh, that, that has some good structure to it too. I mean, go back and watch this podcast again or listen to it with pen and paper in hand like I have right here. Like I'm jotting stuff down, like your wow, your form questions, hiring about dreams and goals, what Bill is doing with the daily emails, 365 days a year the engagement, trust, and advocacy, it's all there. So thank you for helping us accomplish one of our dreams and goals. You truly are a people first kind of guy. No doubt. Well, thank you guys. Well said, Kinsley. And and before we bounce out here, Jesse, you got to tell us one thing. I want to know, you said that you get those phone calls every now and then from people that come to work for you and they say, hey, I accomplished my goal. Can Can you share a story? You don't have to share a name because... They may not want this story shared, but can you, can you share a quick story with us about a time that happened and how it touched you because you got to be part of that, that, that objective in their life? Yeah. Happy to share the story. So this, this one almost ends in a, in a, in a very happy yet sad scenario. So um, sometimes their dreams are to go and not work for your company. Sometimes it's to open a business of their, of their own. Right. So we had this uh, guy that worked for us. And we figured out how to make sure that he could go into his own business. He started his own gym. It's a cross trainer gym. And he went into it, made enough money, was able to go into his gym, own it free and clear going in and live out his passion. So, I mean, that's just one. So when they say what their dreams and goals are, if it's, if it's a future where they want to have their own gym or they want to make sure they do anything, we commit to their dreams and goals. There's no question. So sometimes we love them so much and help them so much they move on and that's okay. It's, 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 it's their betterment. Right. But we know that they're going to send their people to us and we're going to take care of their gym and we're going to go to them. Um, But that's probably one of them that moved me the most was when somebody can actually say, wow, this company cared so much that they actually helped me start my own business one day and leave. And And so, Jesse, real quick, because we didn't get to this number and it's an important one. When you bring in new hires and you take them through your training program, 
what do they normally do for you? Like what, what is the success rate with that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we have, we have a longer training program, but really two formal intense weeks of education. And, and these are some stats that I'm really, really proud of our company for being able to put out. So I'm happy and excited that you asked the question. So I will tell you, anyone that graduates our two weeks without getting into too much specific, but if they pass our two weeks and there are tests in our company to make sure you can be there for the guests, we have a 92% retention rate of anyone that passes those two weeks through education. And those people, after they've hit the floor running, the average one rates $942,000 a year. So they're almost a million dollar writer out of the gate. We actually celebrated somebody this morning. Um, they started our company uh, in February in training. Um, and yesterday they hit their first million and they weren't the first new hire this year that hit one. So uh, it's a real deal thing. And, and again, I'm going to be repetitive. It's through caring about them, but it's also through massive amount of education, education, education. Invest in it. It is the difference maker. And you've made a difference today for us, Mr. Jesse Costa Hosky. Say it with me, folks. Costa Hosky. Uh, Costa House Furniture and Appliance Mart, Ashley Home Store, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Brother, thank you so much for being here, dropping some knowledge on us, sharing your passion for this industry. And, uh, you know, if somebody wants to check out your business online, what's the URL? Where should they visit? Yeah, so uh, I'd say go to our furnitureappliancemart.com. We have a career page. If anybody wants to move to Wisconsin, we're always hiring, right? And we'll improve your lives. But, guys, always open. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Feel free to hit me up there as well. I'm always happy to help the industry and the people that live within it because I really care about people from uh, coast to coast. So if you're from California, Texas, or Minnesota, hit me up on LinkedIn. Happy to discuss something with you. Let's make it a better place together. You can bounce on it. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it.